what's up? The CBC Wisdom Hour, number 57 for April 30th, 2019. I am Steve Witchell in New Orleans. 57. Sweet number. Tony B coming to you live from New Jersey. It's happening. What's up, dude? And there's my dog barking. And Butler, live from New Orleans. <laughs> as soon as we go live, Butler decides to start Indeed. Barking. I'm mad at my dog. He killed a, a possum last night. Oh, no. Yeah. It's not, it's not good at all. It was a baby, too. I, I just wa- went, uh, started to take him for a walk, and he just like scrambled to grab something, and I couldn't even see. It was dark. And... Uh, and then he starts walking proudly, and I see this thing in his mouth. I'm like, "Drop that!" And he drops it, and then, and then he, then I look real quick, and I see what it is. And then he picked it back up, and I like, and I yelled at him like, "No!" And, uh, uh, and the poor thing was writhing in pain. Man, I felt so horrible. I'm like, Ugh. and there was nothing I could do. I was, I tried to get it some food. <laughs> oh no, it wasn't playing dead. No, which is what possums do, but <laughs> it was not in this case. It was it was bleeding like, and I was like, oh, and it was it was like the mouth kept like opening just slowly and like looked like it was just in so much pain. I was like, oh, this is horrible. Oh no! So what did you do? I didn't do anything. There was nothing I could do. You didn't get a big steak knife to cut his head off with that pain quickly. <laughs> no, I considered. It's trying to end its misery, I, and I just didn't have the heart to do that, so I just left. I just left it. I couldn't bring it inside, and I couldn't bring it to the vet or anything. Like here, for, you know. <laughs> yeah, no, it was, it was beyond beyond the point of return. Yeah, like, can you fix this, my pet possum? Your pet possum. It's Petey, my possum. Petey, my pet possum. So oh, little possum. And now my dog is just like barking. Now he's looking at hey, me. Dog's like looking for more possum. He can't be doing that. Anyway, NG dude, not good. Yeah. So how you doing, brother? Doing great, brother. How about yourself? Doing well. I'm. Uh, I did something today for the first time in uh, almost a year. You want to guess what it is? Got up before noon. Ah, uh, no. I get up before noon uh, every day. Um, because I have a dog. Something that you haven't done in a year? Almost a year, yeah. Change the strings on your bass. That's funny that you say <laughs> that. <laughs> because I only change, I change the strings on my bass, I want to say twice a year. Okay. Yeah, about twice a year I do it. Um, but no, that wasn't it. I'm 0 for 2, but that wasn't, that wasn't I'll give bad. You, I'll give you one more guess. That was a good one. Yeah, I'll give you one more guess. Huh? Um... Wrote in your journal. No, that's something I do more often than that. All right, I'm out of guesses. I went to the gym. Wow. Yes, and I love going to the gym, and it's something that you know, like once I get into the swing of it, then I'm, you know, I'm, I, I feel yeah, great. Yeah, you're there. Yeah, and when I just start regularly going, I and and. uh uh, you know, have a, a set kind of schedule, a workout schedule, then then I, I feel so good. I love it. I you know I end up just feeling physically better and and looking better and blah blah blah. But I've been slacking for almost a year and uh, just not eating too well and and uh, not not working out. So I went today. Just pulled up my bootstraps. Said I'm going to the gym today, and I did. And I'm I'm already feeling it, and I know I'm going to feel it tomorrow even more. Oh yeah, dude. It's always it's always the day, two days after. So tomorrow somewhat, but the ne- the day after that, you'll be you'll be you'll be feeling it big time. And that's when I go back again. Yeah, when shock I, the monkey. You got to go right back in it. Shock the monkey. Um. So yeah, yeah. I yeah. Think the first week back to the gym is the toughest week. You know, the second week is not as bad. But once you're into the third week, then you're you're back in the groove. You know. Right. Um, and I've done this before where I've had a lot of, uh, a long hiatus that I was smart enough to know to not push myself too hard today. So yeah. I, I went yep. with, with the resistance training, I went really easy on myself. Um, just made sure I, I'm starting low and building up and 
do resistance and then I do uh, cardio. So when I was a kid, I went to Florida to visit my cousin. And he was a gym fanatic. You know, he's like, dude, let's go to gyms. I'm like, let's go, man. You know, and he, now keep in mind, like, I hadn't been going to the gym at all. And he's going to the gym, you know, six days a week. So we go and we do arms, buys and tries, you know. And, you know, we're going like heavy weights to failure, 10 sets, multiple, you know, supersets. And it was like an hour in the gym, right? Like killing it. So same thing, dude, like next day, I'm pretty sore. Day after that, I'm really sore. Day after that, I can't straighten my arm out. Oh, wow. Like my, my muscles were so cramped up that if my arm was bent, it would take me like a minute to straighten it out. I had to very slowly like open it and do like triceps. I was like devastated. I came back and I came back from vacation and that's when it hit me. And I was like, they're like, what's wrong with you? I'm like, I don't know, dude. My buddy's like, oh, you're an idiot. So, yes, you can definitely do damage to yourself by overdoing it in the gym when you haven't gone for a while. Yeah, so good, yeah. good to pace yourself. Yes, definitely. Uh, but but it felt good, you know. So I'm, I'm looking to get, you know, summer's awesome. coming. I need my bikini body. That's right, dude. You know, the swamp the speedos get the extra tips. Right. Uh, so I don't know if you mentioned that at all in your cover band tips about the speedo. No, no, I've neglected to mention that. Okay. Should I bring that up? Maybe. You know, if you wear a speed, if you're in good shape and you wear a speedo, you get really good tips. If you're in really bad shape and you wear a speedo, you still might get good tips. You definitely get better laughs, but you might get some good tips too. I don't know if I agree with that. Especially if you're white and pasty and like haven't been to the beach in a while. Yeah. I don't think so. That's a good. I just painted a good picture for you. Right. Uh, <laughs> Gong show. Right. Um, so we are live right now on Cover Band Central on the Cover yes. Band Central page, Indeed. which just crossed 129,000 people. And wow. we are on the uh, uh, Facebook Cover, Cover Band Central group, which just crossed 52,000 people. And uh, live on Spreaker. So anybody wants to join us live, obviously, if. I can't, if I'm saying that, then they're not hearing me, which is kind of silly, but I did share it on the page, but it'd be nice to have somebody in here live commenting or something. We get that once in a while, but mostly our listens are replays, which I've talked about before. But yes. It's all good. After the fact. All good. Um, so I played, um, I'm trying to suppress a yawn right there. <laughs> I took a nap right before this, so uh -huh. like, um, can't be yawning on the air. But I played a uh, a benefit on Saturday for cancer uh, research, cancer victims, and it's something we've done a couple times now. Um, uh, we did it last year, and I think we did it one other time in this really really nice location in uh, outside of New Orleans on the West Bank by where I live, and it's this outdoor kind of amphitheater type of thing. And a uh, big, very boomy stage, um, all concrete, uh, but big. And then just this huge, like, sort of grass courtyard where people convene and people uh, come there and volunteer their time and bring food and, and you get to uh, donate and, uh, you know, to, to this good cause. And uh, always a good time. We only played for an hour, but um, it's, a, it's a lot of fun. I love playing outside during the day, you know, when it's really nice out. And the sound there, the, the guys that are running the sound there are just, that do it, that they, there's no soundboard, they're using the iPad, but the sound was fantastic. And the guys running it, they got one guy doing front of house and one guy doing the monitors, and both really very good. It, when you work with really good sound men, it makes such a difference, man. When they're really, when they're cool people, when they know what they're doing, they, uh, like, no, learn your name, address you by name, make sure you're, you're, you know, you're set up good, you, you know, you hear everything well, and that was the case with this situation. The two sound guys were both really solid, man, um, and, you know, just checked with us, and, and I had to, after we started to monitor guy, I had to kind of do a couple hand signals, like turn this up a little bit in, 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 the, in the wedges, and, you know, right on top of it, and really cool. It makes such a difference, man. 
And it's a shame. Oh, all the difference in the world. Yeah. It's a shame that some, when some people don't get to experience that, you know, that level of professionalism with soundmen or sound engineers. Yeah, there's nothing like it, dude. When you have, like I said, pro PA, the guy knows how to run it. You have a great monitor mix. Uh, you know, they're attentive. It's a real system. He understands how to mix the band. Nothing like it. You know, band sounds like a record. Uh, you know, mix is great. Pristine, sounds clear. Nothing's muddy. It's awesome. The the oomph, the power of, like, was it outdoor gig or indoor gig? Outdoors, yeah. Yeah, outdoor. So you got, you know, big thumping subs and it's outdoor, open air. Every, you know, drums sound great outside, you know? Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, the drums sounded killer. When I was, because there was a band on before us and there was a band on after us, so I got to hear the mix out front. And, uh, yeah, the drums were booming really good. Uh, and even, like, standing, uh, you know, good, like, 100 yards away from the stage still sounded really loud and really, but clear. Yeah, so the guy pushing some watts, you know, for out, outdoors for sure. Yeah. Um, so that was that was a fun thing. And the guy, the, the guy who was a monitor... Salmon. His name's Al, and I forget his last name. Um, but he's when we were done playing, he came over, shook my hand, said, "Great job." And I said, "Oh, thank you." He goes, "You're the cover band central guy, right?" <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> "Yes, I am." I'm like, "How did you know?" And he goes, "Well, because you're wearing a hat that says cover band central." <laughs> like, uh, oh yeah, I might have gave it away. Oh yeah, and he's like, "But no, I see you. You know, I see you pop up on Facebook all the time because you do like live feeds and." And I see Carbon Central, he's like, this is, you know, it's great. And it's always, it always blows me away. Like, I know that this thing is, is, is big and still getting bigger, but it still always blows me away when I'm walking around in real life and, and people are just like, oh, yeah, Carbon Central. Like, yeah, like, yeah. Wow, you actually know about it? Like, <laughs> like yeah, duh, you got 129,000 anymore, brother. Yeah. 129,000 people, pal. So, right. So a lot of people know about it. Uh, so that was that. Um, that was good. So it was a good gig. Yeah, it was fun. You know, did just our hour show and what uh, band did you play with? Uh, the the band from the Swamp, Almighty Remedy Band. Cool. Essentially, it was uh, we had a sub guitar player and uh, a guy who has subbed with other, us a, a couple times, and we did have the keyboard player, which we don't always have at the Swamp, but we, he was there. Um, and it was then me and Sean and Tracy. And, uh, uh, yeah, good times. Good times. Nice. And I'm, I, I, I want to tell this story, man, but I'm a, a little apprehensive to tell this story, but I'm sure a lot of people can relate in some sort of way. But screw it. But nobody, nobody listens to the show. <laughs> so here we go. <coughs> so Friday, excuse me, Friday this past Friday was Sean's birthday, um, and we always kind of make a big deal about each other's birthdays at at gigs, which I think strippers. most most musicians do, right? So you got him strippers? No strippers. Huh. His wife works at the Swamp, too, um, and that is part of the reason I think he originally got that gig. I think she was working there first, and then he got the gig, and when he first got the gig and put the band together, I wasn't in the band. I didn't join until about a year later. Okay. Um, and she works as a manager there. And, uh, boy, how do I put this? <laughs> Delicately. Um, she's not the nicest person in the world. Let's okay. Let's say it that way. Um, I'm not, uh, I, I've always tried, you know, I'm, I'm very friendly with everybody when I'm out in public playing. I always, at least, at the very least, I make eye contact with people and I smile. Um, and, you know, a lot of people I shake hands with or whatever, and a lot of people I know their names to, people that I see on a regular basis, you know, especially Swamp, I've been there for five years, and more people have come and gone there than, than the band, the band has been there for longer than just about everybody that's worked there, except for Sean's wife and uh, a couple other people. 
but she's um she's um she's kind of a bitch <laughs> okay she owns it that's good she 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 owns what she owns it you know so people are, are good at it. Yeah, well, I mean, I've always tried to be friendly with, to her, and she's always kind of just basically ignored me. Uh, and then um, every once in a while, you know, she'll she'll talk to me, but it's never. She's always been very disrespectful to me. Um, okay. You know, and and it's like whatever. It's Sean's wife. I I just deal with it, um, and because I, I out of respect for Sean, and you know, I sure. just I just ignore it. You know, and I don't really much pay it any mind. Um, so. Friday, Sean's birthday. Thursday night, we're playing, and as we would or want to do, we're going to announce on the mic, hey, we're celebrating Sean's birthday tonight. And um, often when we do that, we encourage people to buy us drinks but or buy, buy the birthday person a drink, but we didn't do that in this case. We were just, Tracy was just like, hey, it's Sean's birthday. And the first time she when you're craving church's three-piece classic, there's no other option. Two crispy legs, a thigh, and a warm honey butter biscuit are the only way. And that's why we call it a classic. Church's Texas Chicken. Tap the banner to find your nearest location. Offer valid at participating locations. That's that. His wife, Sean's wife, was in the in the crowd. She said, no, no, no. Don't say that. I don't have my car, and he can't get drunk because then, then he can't drive me home. Right. And we all kind of chuckled, think, hey, okay, you know. Um, and then just carried on with our show. And then probably about a half hour later, Tracy again was just like, hey, we're sh- celebrating Sean's birthday. And Sean's wife walked into the front of the stage, pointed right at Tracy and said, I'm going to kick your ass. I'm going to kick your ass right now. <laughs> like, oh like she was pissed. And Tracy, okay. Tracy is a, you know, fifty-year-old Puerto Rican girl, with uh, that doesn't take shit from anybody, <laughs> and she just started. They, the, the two of them, just started the stare down. And mind you, we're in the middle of our show, and there's people in the room, a lot of people in the room. Right, right. And I didn't like. I was kind of oblivious to what the hell was going on. Like I heard her, like her Sean's wife say, "I'm going to kick your ass," and I was like. At first, I think she's joking, and then I see the serious look on her face, and she's how she's pointing at her, like pointing right at her, uh, and then kind of walked by, and then walked out of the room, towards the back, um, towards the uh, uh, the patio. I have this patio outside, and it's kind of like behind to the side of the stage, and yeah, uh, stage and, left. Yeah, yes, yeah, stage left. And Tracy, uh, you know, turned around and was watching her walk, and we're in the next song, and Tracy is singing. You know, we're playing. And Tracy's just like staring her down, and and I, I was looking forward, looking out into the crowd, and what Tracy later told me was that Sean's wife was looking at her too, like as if like, come on, bitch, come on out here, I'll kick your ass right now, kind of thing. And I just like I didn't see that, I just saw Tracy staring, so I looked at Tracy and I just with my finger kind of made a turn around, turn around right now, kind of thing, and faced the crowd. Yeah, right. And she listened to me, and she did. Um, and then, then, uh, then a song or two later, took a break and went out. And and by this time, Sean's wife was gone, and she went and vented to one of the managers. And either I sang a song or somebody else sang a song. But, but, um, yeah, almost fisticuffs at the swamp. Yeah. So the thing is, it it makes it very uncomfortable, <laughs> obviously, for for a situation like that because she works there and we work there, um, and. There was it, it was out of out of line to say something like that, and and the the only reason she said it was because Tracy said wished Sean a happy birthday on stage, right? You know, which was ridiculous. So craziness. Yeah. So as soon as Sean, or as soon as her, she left. I said, I, I Nick, um, we got the, our k- keyboard player Nick was playing, and he plays every instrument. He's crazy. He's one of those guys. And I said, Nick, can you come play bass for a song? So he grabbed my bass because I knew Sean's wife was gone. And I went to the bar and bought Sean a shot. (laughs) (laughs) You know, like, because, I mean, that's that's normal for for us there. We drink a couple shots. We drink a couple beers. That's normal for us at our gig at the Swamp. And, uh, you know, I don't do it every night. Sean pretty much does. 
Uh, and he's always fine. You know, he never gets hammered. He never gets like we're to the point where he can't drive ever. Rule number one. What's that? Right. Have some drinks and have a good time, but don't remember you're you're getting paid to play, so don't get annihilated. Yeah, don't uh, don't embarrass yourself. I mean, there's been a time or two in five years, you know, that a- any of us have done that, you know, gotten a little bit overboard. But you know, in general, he's he's very responsible. Um, so so yeah, it, and that's still kind of a thing now, hanging over the band, because <laughs> it's mm-hmm. like because like apparently Tracy. It, Sean's wife apologized to Tracy but it wasn't at all an apology and the way she described it and I don't want to say it because I can't repeat it verbatim but it was it was basically just like I had a right to do what I do what I said and you can't tell me any different that was her apology which is not an apology no yeah so but life goes on the drama continues and so be it yeah but it definitely creates a thing now you know between them, the next time those two are together, I'm, I'm getting out my video camera. Oh yeah, it's gonna be a cat fight. It's crazy, man. I'm, I'm so beyond the age of fighting people, you know. Me too. Or, or even acknowledging when someone says something stupid like that. It's like, yeah, whatever, man. You know. Yeah. Like fighting. What are you in junior high school? I'm gonna kick your ass. Get out. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Fisticuffs. Solve nothing. Ever. No, it's just it's all ne- it's all negative energy, you know. There's nothing positive about beating someone up. Yes, but thank God we had the room of people at the time, and thank God I was in between Tracy and the staircase. So, you know, had she tried to, you know go and retaliate I, I was I would have stopped her and then I had to comfort her a couple times after that and just give her a hug just said don't worry this isn't about you it's got nothing to do with you nothing <laughs> yeah right exactly no, absolutely nothing to do with you it's just coming from a miserable person so. and I'm and sorry it's much easier my to be amused to, than to be offended you know yeah and my apologies to Sean I love Sean and you know he has to it's his thing he has to deal with, but I don't I don't talk to him about this so but he doesn't listen to this podcast. But even if he does, I'm sorry, Sean, and I love you. You know it. <laughs> <laughs> it is what it is, man, you know? It is what it is. This is a public broadcast, so, you know, taking chances. Maybe he'll hear it two years down the road, like, oh, okay, that was the thing. But anyway. Uh, so that was uh, the the two eventful things of my week, playing-wise. Um, that and doing the benefit. And then played Sunday, and it was dead, man. It was like ja- it's Jazz Fest right now. And right, right. Jazz Fest uh, goes Thursday through Sunday, and last well, today's week. International Jazz Day. Oh, is it really? Yeah, I did not know that, and that's something I should know. Yeah, my youngest son Cole, uh, we're having dinner. Told me, huh? He watched some big jazz thing from uh, Australia today. Oh, cool. Uh, online, yeah. Huh. Yeah, that's something I should know. You should, indeed. It should be on my calendar. I should get an alert when that comes up. Is there an international rock day? International like a national holiday. No, I, that I don't know. We should Google that and see. Yeah. I'm not going to Google it right now because I don't want to touch anything. Just That's case. right. You're not allowed to touch anything. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Jazz Fest, the first weekend was last weekend, and then the next weekend is coming up. Um, but for Sunday, it was... Yeah, it was dead. It was, uh, I guess everybody was wiped out from Jazz Fest and nobody came out. So, not nobody, but not a lot of people. Um, and, uh, but this weekend I'm going to Jazz Fest on Saturday. Going to see the Dave Matthews Band. Oh, wow, that'll be a treat. Yes. And I've seen them before uh, a few times. Always great. Killer, killer musicians. You know, I mean, that's just, that's the upper echelon of players there in the, in the pop world. Oh, no doubt. That's, like I said, that, that's a seasoned bunch of professionals right there. Yes. Love Dave Matthews. Yeah, me too. And I got a, cu- a few friends that I, uh, from New York, 
um, two that still live there and two that uh, live in Florida now that I haven't seen in a while or are coming into town for Jazz Fest. So that's going to be a good day. I'm looking forward to that. Hopefully the weather is good. But it's always a, 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 a fun time, Jazz Fest here in New Orleans. A lot of great food, a lot of great music everywhere, all over the place, and a ton of people. And, uh, yeah. Hey, so I typed in International Rock Day. Okay, what'd you get? And it turns out it's January 7th. Wow. And it says January 7th is Old Rock Day. Old the Rock unofficial Day. holiday encourages people to acknowledge, celebrate, and learn more about old rocks and fossils. <laughs> <laughs> a rock being a solid mass made of minerals or mineral-like substances. That is so funny. Who decides that it's Old Rock Day? I, I don't know. Is there a Wikipedia no. uh, but I can, entry? But I can tell you for sure, and I think it's January 5th, back in like 1996 or 1997, I was working with my friend Dan, and it was one of these days where it was like, on the way to work, there was nothing but assholes, right? Like, traffic, people, people cutting you off, some guy in the crosswalk throwing the finger, the guy at the deli throwing a coffee on somebody. It was like, so I remember getting to work and saying, today is International Asshole Day. And every year on January 5th, he calls me up to remind me of that. You know what today is, right? And that's going back, like I said, 96. So that's uh, 23 years ago. That's funny. So you do you need to file a petition with the uh, local county clerk? To, yeah, to make I, it official? I don't, I don't know. I want to find that out, how I can make it an official day, a day official. Like, this is the official, because there's days that this are... This is official, this is cover band day. Yeah, I want a cover band day. I want, it's international cover band day. I want, I got to... Let's investigate that. I, I got to investigate that, because that's really, because you can have a day that's many days. You know, a day, one day could be, you know, it's toothpick day, and it's also, um... Uh, 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 terrier day. I don't know. There's all kinds of days. There's sock day. Sock there's, day. Sure. you know, uh, neighbor appreciation day. There's all kinds of crazy days out there. But somehow they're recognized, and like you said, they are cataloged. So someone, there must be a way to do it. Yeah, there's got to be a way. Or, or you just make it viral online. Like somebody made this meme years ago, and I'm going to share it tomorrow on CBC. And it's just a, a picture of a billboard, a white billboard with black text text that says, May is official buy your husband a new guitar month. <laughs> and I put that I post that every year on May first and it always gets shared like all over the place and I see it popping up from other people posting it. And so that's it. Okay. Cause because we've made it viral, then that's I guess it's well, not official. November but. is International Drum Month and has been for, you know, as long as I can remember. But who's, who's according to who? Who says, says it's who? Just, I, I don't know. It's, if you Google it, though, that's it'll come up. Just like if you Google International Jazz Day, it's today. Hmm. I wonder if there's some... So I don't know who's in charge of, of making up the days. Uh, yeah, I'm going to... Uh, Marcia, get on the phone and find out who's in charge. Yeah. She's, she's going to get on it. It's Marsha, my new uh, secretary. I'm sorry, administrative assistant. Yes. Yeah, she's very good. There's a day for that, too. She's very quiet. I, I know. used to be called Secretary's Day. Now it's Administrative Assistance Day, which is, yes. you know, it, if you're going to change, like use euf euphemisms for, for certain things, if you're going to change from one to another, you should make it easier to say than not harder to say. Like secretary comes out easy. Administrative assistant, that's hard to say. It doesn't it's flow. It's a tongue twister. It's a tongue twister, and it doesn't flow. So if you're going to change, you know, use euphemisms to change things, then make it easier to say. What? How do you get easier from secretary? I don't know. I don't know either. Yeah. It's pretty straight ahead. Yeah. And what's wrong with secretary? Century old staple. What's wrong with the word secretary? I'm not wrong with it. Says I. Um, to your administrative uh, assistant. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm going to pick a, a national cover, uh, international cover band day. Yes. I'm going to pick one. I'm going to file a petition with the, uh, I don't know. 
I wonder if you have to look and see if there's days that are available for that. Like if all the days may be taken already. Yeah, but you can make a day more than one thing. One a day. It has to be a special date to commemorate something, um, you know, significant that would be like the first cover band played on this date or the first cover band was formed on this date or, uh, you know, the date that cover band central was formed. That's what I was thinking. I'm going to do it on for the day that I created the cover band central Facebook group. Cause that was the first thing I did under the name cover band central. And I know the date and I'm going to tell you right now what the date is. Cause I know it. And it's, it, I know it because it's on and the group here, like, group was created on, and I just saw it before, but it's coming up. It is June 19th. Wow, it's right around the corner. Coming. Right around the corner. So June 19th, I am declaring right now is International Cover Band Day. June 19th. Yes. It started uh, 2013 is when I created the group, so almost six years ago. It'll be six years on June 19th, which is International Cover Band Day. I'm going to write that down on my calendar. <laughs> yes, you better write that and, down. And Toronto. And file an application with the uh, Attorney General. I don't know. Um, so I need to check in uh, from last week. The Chambo, Chambo, Chambo. Chambo. Chambo update. Yes. Give me a Chambo update. What's going on? Okay. So... We spoke with Chambo. He did. He's on board with us raising the money. He will do the party. It's about $5,200 all in for him to do everything. That cost does not include a tent if it rains. Um, and he said, you know, let me keep me posted. Let me know. So we were throwing around some ideas, but I think we can have to do like a Kickstarter or maybe we try to get some donations through Cover Band Central to support the Chambo Oktoberfest to bring it back. It's a great cover band uh, experience. As you know, it's a fall festival. Right. Uh, you know, if, if you had 5,000 people of the 129,000 people donate a dollar, we could reach the goal. Now, I don't know anything about a Kickstarter or how to do a Kickstarter or who you invite to it or how to do it, but that would be the next step because in reaching out to people, I mean, I've reached out to, you know, half a dozen people and they're on board. They're like, oh, dude, for sure, we'll contribute. We're in. We, we want to go. Well, there you but, go. Yeah. But we would need, you know, a bu you need 100 people at 50 bucks. Right. Well, it's a little tough to do with Carbon Central because because this is a local event and most of the people that are on CBC are not going to be local to the event and most people that are contributing would want to actually attend I would think. Right, but if you said to me, hey dude, would you be willing to donate a dollar to this New Orleans festival thing that I'm not able to go to, but it was a worthy cause, I would donate a dollar. Okay, well yeah, I mean that's definitely an option. You know, that's definitely an option. But even if you said you reached out to a few people and they're on board so they can they can spread the word, too, on Facebook, on, on Twitter, whatever, and share it with their friends and so on and so on. That's how that's kind of Correct. Grows. And it's also we've got to try to figure out how to get in contact with his invite list, you know, of people to say, hey, would you be willing to contribute something? Yeah. It becomes a little bit of a mission, you know? Yeah, yeah. Another buddy of mine said, dude, just do a Kickstarter. Yeah. Or GoFundMe is another option, too. It's the same idea. Um, right. But first of all, good on you for actually following through with this assignment and you did very very well i'm very proud of you of course dude you know when i'm given a task and i believe in it i i, I achieve it yes you do and yes you yeah. did so we brought up talked about the band about it talked about with jimbo about it you know jim reached out to him had a conversation with him, and he was like dude knock yourself out if you want to do it at first he laughed he's like you guys are out of your mind you know but then we're <laughs> oh wait so like, that so when you talked to the band about it they were all on board your band? Yeah, they were yeah. all on board, but they were also like, you know, okay, so th this is your idea, then, you know, go ahead and r run with it, figure out how we're going to do it. Like, they're not going to do the legwork for it, you know? Okay, okay. But you but said, I said spread the word to some people if they, if you know they want to go and start getting a head count, you know? Um, and then, like I said, another buddy of mine was saying either a Kickstarter 
or a GoFundMe. He said you can do people do them for anything. Sure. And you can send it out to a specific invite list of people if they want to donate to it, you know? Yep. But my only question was what if you don't reach the quota? Like let's say you need fifty three hundred dollars and you only get twenty eight hundred. How do you give those people their money back? Because you're not gonna be able to do it. Oh, you can just refund them through through the um through the GoFundMe or, or the Kickstarter, whatever you're using. And then do, you, do they still take a percentage of it where you, and then you have to pay like a penalty? No. Hmm. Yeah. So that's the next step. You, know, I need, you and I need to discuss that because you're astute in how to do all these things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've so done we, it before. Yeah, so we need to that, – that's the next step then is to, you know, have a Chambo Oktoberfest GoFundMe and try to raise the $5,300. Uh, like six, six months to do it. Yeah, that's incredible progress in one week, and I I feel in, extremely confident that this can be accomplished now. Yeah, I do too. With six months, and I, so is that fifty two hundred? Does that include paying the band? Yes, it does. All in. Okay. It was fifty two or fifty three. I forget the number, but that was all in food. Um, you know, all the things that he needs to be able to buy to make it happen. You know, kegs, alcohol, porta johns. You know, the whole nine yards. Right, food. You know. The yeah, I, correct. Food, I, he has to ice catering. If you get the liquor, he has to get the ice luge. He has to pay the band. Um, you know, again, weather contingent. We need to have a little contingency plan if we have to get a tent. Right. That's an unforeseen expense, you know? Sure. Um, but, yeah, so it's because, uh, you know, about 200 people go. So you got you to remember there's a lot. Of, there's a ton of food. and You know, I think it's like, forget what he got last time, three or four full kegs, you know? Right. So, I, yeah, I would say, you know, yeah, you and I could talk about setting it up, but then definitely get in touch with him and you see if he will share with you his contacts of people right, that he would normally invite. invite, like his email contacts of who he would normally invite. And then, right. yeah, then you can, you know, just kind of uh, punch that into the whole um, the thing when you set it up and send out a big email to everybody. And you also, I mean, you're not on Facebook, but, you, you know, people can put other people can put it on Facebook and share it and talk about it. And sure. when you set it up, you do a, you know you do a nice like little video intro to and say, hey, this is this is what we're doing. This is why we're doing it, and you know a quick explanation on that. And you can maybe even put clips of your band um, or or something referring to you. Definitely something referring to your band. I gotta see if I have video from any Oktoberfest. I may I may actually have video from from uh, Chambos. Yeah, if you do, that would be help a lot. Like I think one year I set my video camera up, like you know what I mean. You know what I mean. I think I have a vi- like a, a video video. Video video. Yeah, like oh, the whole night. You know, I got like two and a half hours of chamber. Yeah, if you have that, that would help tremendously because then we could put that in there and so you, people can see what it looks like and kind of get the feel of it from that. Um, and uh, we come up with little stories too, or whatever, to just really kind of enhance the whole thing, and. Uh, but if he was, you know, if he's on board for it, then that's that's huge. That's a huge step in the right direction. Yes. So huge progress in one week. Very good. Very proud of you. And all that with getting a new job and everything this week. Yeah, it's been a whirlwind, dude. It's been a very exciting uh, couple of weeks for sure. Ooh. Very, very exciting. Very energized. Very inspired. Um, a lot of things moving forward in a lot of different directions. So it's all good. Yeah, I don't know if we talked about uh, that on the show, but you had, had uh, a change in employment thing, and you started your new job this week, and uh, and very happy for you. Congratulations. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. The crowd approves. Yes, very, very exciting. Very exciting. Yes. Um, so that's good. And, and, and Yet a new chapter begins anew. Right. Awesome. Uh, so, you know, a lot to be said for that too, on a fresh perspective, you know, and a change, um, very, very energizing. Yeah. Excellent. Um, energizing and exciting. I'm feeling energized too. I'm getting a lot more ideas of things to do with CBC. We got the private group is, is growing slowly, but it's, um, it's really a great, I love having that outlet for me because I get to kind of go in and talk to people more intimately and um, and really hone in on certain topics like each every other week we do a Q&A and the weeks in between I pick a topic to talk about and the first one I did was song selection and 
people got a lot of value out of it and i i really like that and i just you know i don't have a script i don't really have an idea i just turn the camera on and i start talking but you know i pick topics that i i know a lot about and and for some reason i'm i'm somehow good at it people say anyway that i um the the information i convey so um doing that but i i've just been i've been studying about being an influencer and that's kind of a newer term it's only been around for a decade but it's um, mm-hmm. but you, you know what it is right oh yeah yeah so uh, because people have said to me so you know a couple people have said that you know you could be an influencer in this business and i i never really even considered that uh, but yeah i mean I, all the criteria fits for growing a niche kind of group and having a big audience um, so I've been kind of doing research on that, on how to, how to uh, capitalize on that and what to do with it. So uh, I'm excited about that, about being able to be that in this industry. Because I, I think, I mean, it, with, as far as cover bands are concerned, there's nobody more qualified than, than me. Just because of what I've, this audience, right. you know, that I've grown. So I'm pretty excited about doing that. But I... Um, uh, as you should be, dude, you know? Yeah. I shared this article yesterday uh, in the on the page, and it's an article that I wrote, one of the first ones that I wrote when I started CBC, and it's the original article has over 1 million hits, and it gets organic, uh, it gets you know, between 800 and 1,000 organic hits a day. Um from Google and it's 50 rock songs that every cover band musician should know yeah uh, and we've probably talked about it before but I share it I mean I, I have it now it's on the uh, on the cover band central website coverbandcentral.com that's where it lives now um, but I share it fair, fairly regularly because I really believe in it I believe in and I've told the story I think here and I need to tell that audience the story of how I got the work here in New Orleans originally and one of the I, I'd say the biggest reason I got work is because I know a lot of songs and I know the right songs I know the songs that bands play so I like to share this article often so people will understand if you're playing in a, a, a rock band cover band rock cover band you need to know these songs. You don't need to necessarily play them. You certainly don't need to make these 50 songs your set list, but you need to know these songs. There's no excuse. Um, and I, I always get a lot of flack for it every time I share it, but I always, but mainly because people don't understand the distinction between knowing it and playing it. And Right, uh, two different things. Yeah, two different things. You need to know, like if you're playing a gig and somebody says, Somebody comes up with 20 bucks and says, hey, can you guys play Walk This Way? And somebody in the band doesn't know it. They, I, I'd be like, Ugh! like, how yep. do you not freaking know Walk This Way? It's been, uh, you only had, you know, 45 years to learn it. Like, come on. <laughs> so th- I, I put this 50, 50 rock songs list together. Um, and and it gets a lot of traffic and a lot of engagement and, and but i got like really frustrated last night because people were responding saying the same thing like these songs are all played out nobody wants to hear that everybody's tired of these songs and, and like no you're not getting it you're not getting it you need to know them know them there's no excuse to not know this song right and just because you're tired of it you're a musician just because you're tired of it doesn't mean the general public is tired of it they're not they like to hear songs that they know. They're dancing. They're drunk. They're not even thinking about. Oh, this is a song that came out in 1973. And well, like you said, it's just something to have in the catalog. So if it does come up, you're you're prepared to do it. You know. Yeah. You don't have to have it on your set list, but if someone requests it, you want to be like, sure, we can do that for you. Right. And so I I wrote this article, but I didn't just come up with the list. I also said why. I also wrote a description about each song. Why, it's in this in this list um have you seen this list yes you and i have discussed it many times you yeah we have oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah. yeah episode 13 and i think episode 36 because <laughs> i was gonna quiz you i was gonna say uh, because if it's been a while since you've seen this list, which, which it probably has 
I want you to just like if like, I just said to like you, re- recall like what some of the well, songs are that should be on that list or might be on that list. Well, if I do, yeah. Well, if I just said to you, what do you think are the top fifty cover uh, songs that you classic rock songs that you definitely need to know? Like what what would be some that would come to mind for you? And you don't can't stop say, believing. You can't say walk this way because I already said that. Yeah. yeah, walk this way for sure. Yeah, one of my favorites. All right, so to go slowly. You said don't stop believing. Right. That yeah, t- I, I, and I made this a f- top fifty list, like. The, the top song to the 50th best song. And Don't Stop Leaving, I made number one. Um, and I wrote, it. it's no wonder that Don't Stop Leaving takes the top spot. It's the single most downloaded song of the 20th century and the top-selling catalog track in iTunes history. Yeah. Don't Stop has one of the best opening keyboard riffs in rock and one of the most memorable, singable, and inspirational choruses in popular music. Anytime your band plays a song, you're guaranteed to have a captive and appreciative audience. That's number one, yes. And but, but yeah. So I wrote why here, but go ahead, give me something else. What do you got? Sweet Child of Mine. Sweet Child of Mine is number three. It's true that some of the greatest songs are born in the simplest moments. While Slash was goofing around for the guitar exercise, the rest of the band started jamming along. Enter singer Axel Rose's inspired lyrics while he was listening upstairs, and a classic rock song was born. If you've ever played at a club, you know that someone will inevitably request Guns N' Roses and Sweet Child of Mine is the song that they want to hear. If they say play Guns N' Roses, they want to hear Sweet Child. Number three. Go ahead. What else you got? Uh, let's think. Think, think. 50. A lot of tunes. Pretty broad spectrum, too. What, what sure. could be. Sure. Um, but rock. You know, rock songs. I mean, general, or or let me say, rock songs that rock bands would play, because they're not all rock songs in my top twenty. Uh, you ought to know, Alanis Morissette. You ought to know. I see. I did a top fifty ninety song songs, and okay, and so that that's in there. But let me see if you ought to know is in in the top fifty the regular because it might be. I don't. I don't see. I don't remember all of them. I got to scroll through and see. I did this. I had a very scientific way of putting this list together, but but I don't. It was a long, long time ago. Uh, you want to know? I did not put in this top fifty. Hmm. Okay, hmm. but that is a, a very good one. But go ahead. What else you got? Uh, trying to think, just the stuff that we do. Uh, Bon Jovi, Wanted Dead or Alive. Wanted Dead or Alive by Bon... Or, or Living on a Prayer. Jovi. Let me see if I put... What, living on a Prayer is in the top ten. But yeah, Living on a Prayer, I would say for sure. Let me see if I put... I did put Wanted Dead or Alive as number 41. Wanted Dead or Alive gets the whole crowd singing along. Wanted. Yep. You know, need I say more? Not every band plays uh-huh. all these songs, but in fact, someone... Uh, all right, why is that in there? Let's think. Man in the Box, Alice in Chains. Man in the Box, I think, is in here. Yes. Man in the Box, number 49. One of the defining songs of the early 90s Seattle grunge era. Man in the Box makes a great late night power track to get the diehards pumping their fists and buying shots. Um, but let me go back to the other Bon Jovi you said, Living on a Prayer, which I have at number four. In 1986, New Jersey's second favorite son and his namesake band released a song that would never go away. Prayer is one of the most beloved hair metal tunes that has been covered by hundreds, if not thousands, of live performance cover bands. Serious guitar players even include the talk box in their rig to help authentically, authentically, yes, replicate one of the greatest songs of all time. Number four was Living on a Prayer. Um, some Kind of Wonderful? Some kind of wonderful, which is the pee-pee song for us. Grand Funk Railroad. And that's a good one, and I'm, I'm pretty sure it's in here. I have to scroll to find these all here. Uh, let's see what I... Well, if, if you if you want top ten, I would say for sure, like, Shook Me All Night Long. Shook... Oh, wait. Some kind of wonderful was number 40. Um... Shook me all night long. I have at number eleven. Okay, it's, it's close though. Yes. 
Um, your love outfield. Your love is is up there. Oh, I didn't put that in the top ten, huh? It's in the top twenty at least. No, where is it? I have it as number twenty-two. Uh, why this? And I wrote why this song. Do you know why? Because I don't. I mean, it's fun. It's sing-alongable. As soon as it starts, you start singing along. Every girl loves it. Okay, I see why now. <laughs> <laughs> Hard to handle, Black Crows. Hard to handle for sure. I have as number twelve. Uh, this is another popular tune that, uh, or this is another tune that was made popular as a cover. Written and recorded in 1968 by Otis Redding, the song enjoyed mainstream success in 1990 as the breakout hit, hit single for the de- uh, Black Crow's debut album. Um, and I think that's been their biggest single. The, it was their first one. They did, uh, um, uh, She Talks to Angels did well, but I don't think it did well. It's hard to handle. No. And then some of the obvious ones, like American Girl, Tom Petty. American Girl is number 10. And... Do you know when, when that song came out? Do you know what year? 75 or 76, maybe? Very good, Tony. 1976. Debut album from Tom, uh, Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. Right before disco was a thing. And the first single was Breakdown. Uh, and the second single uh, was American Girl. And it didn't even chart. It, it was... Released a year later in 1977, it didn't even chart in the U.S. Um, but wow! But it's been uh, Tom Petty's uh, most often played song in the cover band scene, "American Girl." Um, played that funky music. Number nine, right below it, uh, which was a bunch of white guys, too. Uh, watch, uh, it was uh, released in 1976. And sold two and a half million copies in the U.S. alone in 76. How about Sweet Home Alabama? Sweet Home Alabama is number two. (laughs) Number two, Sweet Home. Because as soon as you start that song, everybody knows it. It takes two seconds. Which is amazing. You know, for just, it's a D, D chord. What about Rock and Roll by Zeppelin? Rock and Roll by Zeppelin is here for sure. And I have it as number 20. Basically a 12-bar blues tune played with ferocity and fire. It's the Mighty Zepp's signature rock track from their fourth album. And and it ranks as one of VH1's greatest rock songs of all time. See, I did. Uh, I did some research on this. I didn't just come up with a list. A list, nilly willy, willy nilly. I would say any Def Leppard off of Pyromania, like Photograph no. or um, No Photograph, Rock of Ages, something like that, did not make it into the top twenty or top fifty either one of those. But I do have Pour Some Sugar on Me as number thirty-one. Okay. Because when girls ask to hear Def Leppard, they're talking about Pour Some Sugar on Me. That's all they're talking about. Uh. They're not thinking Rock of Ages or Photograph. Of course. Uh, how about Jenny Jenny? Jenny Jenny is... Where is it? It's definitely in this list. I'm scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. I'm assuming people can see me scrolling and nobody can. Ooh, wait a second. Where is it? It better be in this list. I'm up to 40. It's not there. Oh, here it is. Number 42 I made. Jenny, Jenny. Okay, at least it's on there. What about Jesse's Girl? Of course, Jesse's Girl is in the top 10. Uh, Jesse's Girl is uh, number five. Uh, and Jesse's Girl won uh, Rick Springfield a Grammy and was an instant hit way back in 1981. Yeah, 
Wow. Yeah. Won him a Grammy. How about that? Uh, one more to to talk about in the top ten, and I'm gonna I'm gonna try to steer you, no. steer you towards this one. This isn't really a rock song, but it's been played by rock bands. It's also played by wedding bands and every party band. And because of the interaction and involvement you get with the crowd during this whole song, uh, it it is from. 1969 and is an ode to John F. Kennedy's then 11-year-old daughter. Ooh, 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 ooh. <laughs> Mr. Carter. Sweet yes, Warshak. <laughs> Sweet Caroline. That is correct. I don't have my applause up. I should have had it up. Uh, yeah. um, it has sold nearly 2 million digital copies copies in the inter internet age and is often requested and played by bands all over the world that is number six so I'll read the rest here just as your top ten is don't stop believing sweet home sweet child of mine living on a prayer Jesse's girl sweet Caroline brown-eyed girl summer of 69 play that funky music and American girl that's my top ten that's my top ten and I can't so not bad, not bad. Yeah, and I, I really went through a lot of research in putting this, this whole list together, and I took uh, set lists from, uh, I save set lists from bands I play with, so I took set lists from all the bands that I played with and compared what, what are the most common songs of all these that we, you know, the, all these sets, with all, all these uh, bands, what are the common songs? And then did the research on it to find out how successful the song was, how successful it still is, and uh, made that list. Oh, you know what? What I wanted to do June nineteenth, right? Was Cover Band Day? It's Cover Band and International Cover Band Day. Yeah, it's been official. It's official now. Why? Okay, so I just googled for two thousand nineteen, June nineteenth. It's a Wednesday, and I typed in holidays. You ready? There's a bunch of them. Okay. Garfield the Cat Day. <laughs> Juneteenth Day, which celebrates the Lincoln's Emancipation Proclamation. Oh, I like that. Okay. National Eden Oreo Day. <laughs> really? You're making this up now. Come on. I swear to God. National Free BSD Day. National Martini Day. National Pets in Film Day. <laughs> Come on. National Watch Day. World Sauntering Day. <laughs> Swear to God, dude. World Sickle Cell Day. I, I, I can't. I'm going to saunter all day. <laughs> I'm going to saunter all day eating an Oreo it's cookie not, carrying, day, carrying okay. my pet. Here you go. Multi-day events continuing on Wednesday, June 19th from prior things. Take Your Pet to Work Week, Amateur Radio Week, National Forgiveness Week, National Grasslands Week, National Nursing Assistance Week, National Play Catch Week, National Roller Coaster Week, National Honor America Week. So you can just make weeks yes, instead of Adopt days? Adopt the Car Month, um, and African American yeah. Music Appreciation Month, well, yeah, Cataract okay. Awareness Month. These are June. Dude, there's, 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 there's a, there's, dude, there's hundreds here. Uh, this is for June. Yeah, yeah. I got it here. National Iced Tea Month. National Microchipping Month. <laughs> Turkey Lovers Month. Like National that. Zoo and Aquarium Month. Oh. Fireworks Eye Safety Month. <laughs> 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 oh my goodness, dude. International Year of Moderation observed for the entire year of 2019. <laughs> that is hilarious. And this is also the International Year of the Periodic Table of Chemical Elements wow. observed 2019. Wow. A lot of stuff going on in June. I guess so. I mean, I never knew that. Where did you find this information? I just Googled. <laughs> I put it to the Google 
holidays for Wednesday, June 19, 2019. So there's got to be some source where there's where it lists every che- every check day. A day doc, check a day dot com. It says check a day. They're perfect. I'm gonna check a day. Yeah, I'm gonna but not I'm, check a day. Check a day. So it's check I day. Okay, check I day. Yeah, like like holiday. Check a day. Oh, I see. So I'm gonna do that so I know what every day is. So I make sure I celebrate everything for that day. Because yeah, I'm not. And there's full, and there's, you can click on the tab and learn more. I'm not missing sauntering day. I'm gonna saunter all day. And people would be like, why are you sauntering today? I'd be like, it's National Saunter Day. Well, hang on. Let's, let's, let's Did do you that. not know that? Hang on. Let me quickly go to that. Hang on. National Saunter Day. I don't even know Wor- how to No, saunter. World Sauntering Wor- Day. World Sorry. Saunter. I don't even know how to saunter. I'm just kidding. World there. Sauntering Day. Description. W.T. Rabbi created World Sauntering Day in 1979 as a response to the jogging craze that took place in the United States in the late 70s. It's a day to remind people to slow down so they can appreciate and enjoy life and better pay attention to what is around them. Rabbi was employed at the Grand Hotel on Mackinac Island, Michigan. Its 660-foot front porch is the longest porch in the world, making it an ideal place to saunter. This is where Rabbi <laughs> and some who joined him sauntered on the first World Sauntering Day. What is sauntering exactly? Steve, sauntering is a slow type of walk that is done joyfully, leisurely, and in a relaxed manner. There were a few loose rules that they came up with with regards to the day. Comfortable clothing must be worn. You should never saunter with a small dog. And don't saunter with a dog so big that the lady you are with can't carry in her arms. World Sauntering Day is also known as International Sauntering Day. And observed on the next Wednesday, June 19th, it has been observed annually on June 19th since 1979. How to observe? Celebrate <laughs> by sauntering wherever you are going. Somewhere during the day. Saunter at your job. Saunter at school. Saunter when walking to the stove. The best way to enjoy the day is to saunter on the porch. This is fantastic news. This is, um, this is what a way to close the show. Occurrence patterns uh, and observations. Wednesday, it's always on June 19th. I, and the countdown. There's 49 days, two hours, 56 minutes, and 38 seconds as we speak left until the National Sauntering Day. <laughs> That's a countdown World clock. Sauntering, World <laughs> Day begins. That is so also other holidays you may like associated with no with the Sauntering Day. No Pants Day. Anti-jogging day. National Slap Your Irritating Coworker Day. Bacon Day. Bacon Day. Oh, it's Bacon Day. When, when is Bacon Day? Raptor Awareness Day. Wait, wait, wait. Like, slow this, down. This when is Bacon Day? Uh, I'll tell you right now. Hang on. That, see, Bacon deserves at least a week or maybe even a month. It should be Bacon. Bacon Day. Uh, according to the Bacon Day website, the day was created by Celebrate Bacon and the Simpsons. Oh. It's tied to The Simpsons. How to observe. Have a party. Invite everyone you know as well as people you don't know. Check a day. Check well, a day. There's a lot of stuff on here, dude. You got to check dude, it I, out. I, I, this is December 30th. You have no 19th. idea how much, how happy this makes me right now. Because now it's like every day I can wake up and check, check a day and see what I'm supposed to celebrate today. Yes. And, and that and makes, I just, dude, I just wrote, this is no shit. I just wrote. A, a, a Facebook post last night. I'm sitting. Wait, I, no, you're not paying attention. I just wrote this post last night on Facebook. I'm just like sitting around on my couch, and and I wrote the post. I like celebrating things. Now you have something to celebrate every day. I, that's what I wrote, and now I, I like I'm finding things to celebrate. Today, April thirtieth is Bugs Bunny Day. See. All kinds of good stuff, dude. It's it's hair style appreciation day. <laughs> <laughs> World wondering International camp. Jazz Day, as you spoke of. Yes, today. That is fantastic because I bet you I can find something almost every day that is related to music. And, and yes, I'm gonna, and, and and you can celebrate it and post it. Not only that's what I'm saying. Not only celebrate it, but make sure other people know to celebrate it too. I am so incredibly freaking excited about this 
No idea. See, dude, it's just, I, not only did I get Chambo's thing up and running, I've now equipped you with <sighs> daily happiness. Dude, you are a godsend, man. That's awesome. All right, and you will now share this with the with the masses. Yes, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna bookmark this. I'm gonna make sure I check this every day and know what I'm supposed <laughs> to be celebrating every day. Check a day. Check a day. <laughs> this is so cool. Um, all right, well, <laughs> <laughs> there you go. That does it. Uh, we went over, but that's cool. Um, uh, oh man, CurveBandCentral.com. You can sign up for a free for a free profile for you, or your band, or both. Check it out, please. The Facebook page is uh, facebook.com slash Central. The group is facebook.com slash groups slash Central. There's the Caravan Riches book, which is still available on the website. <sighs> There's the private group, <laughs> which is so much fun. And uh, and the rest of the podcast, 56 other episodes. If you if this is your first time listening, you got, you got some work to do. Go back and listen to the other 56. But thanks for being here. We'll see you next time. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more fantasy points.